morning po. Uh, um, invite ko naman po ang lahat na tayo po'y tumayo at manalangin. Panginoong Isus, kami po'y nagpapasalamat sa araw na to. Sa lahat po ng biyaya, sa panibagong buhay na binigay niyo po sa aming lahat. Panginoon, kami po'y dumudulog ngayon sa panalangin. Nihiling po na kami po'y niyong patawarin sa lahat po ng aming kasalanan na aming nagawa. Sa lahat po ng mga bagay po na nasabi namin na nakasakit po sa aming mga kapwa, mga nasabi na gawa at mga um, naisip po namin, Father God, na hindi po maganda sa ibang tao. Nihiling po namin, Father God, sa aming pagpuri ngayong araw na to, ay dinisin niyo po ang aming bawat puso upang sa gayon makapag-alay po kami ng magandang papuri sa inyong pangalan, Father God. Ngayong araw na to, Father God, ay araw mo. Tinataas po namin ang alan mo, Father God, nuway sa oras na to, tanging pangalan mo lamang po ang may taas, kayo lamang po ang makilala ng lahat ng tao, Father God. Hinihiling ko po, Father God, na ihakbang niyo po lahat ng paapo ng bawat member ng uh, church na to, Father God, upang makarating, upang marinig po ang inyong salita, Father God, nuway ang inyong salita ang maging gabay sa aming uh, buhay, sa lahat po ng bagay na pinagdadaanan namin sa araw-araw Father God, kayo po ang magsilbing um, sandigan namin, Father God, sa lahat po ng pagsubok, Father God at nuway, Father God um, mapuno po ng kaligayahan, ng pagmamahal at tiwala sa iyo ang aming mga puso sa bawat araw, Father God sa bawat uh, mensahe na binibigay niyo sa amin, Father God, ngayong araw na to kami po'y nagtitiwala, Father God na um, tutulungan niyo kami na maunawahan lahat po ng inyong salita na magagamit po namin sa araw-araw, Father God. Nuway gawayan niyo rin po ang aming pastor na siyang uh, mag-ibigay uh, o magsasabi ng inyong salita sa amin, Father God. At hinihining ko po, Father God, na sa aming pag-alis sa araw na to, Father God, tanging uh, punong-puno ng pasasalamat ang lagi-lamit po namin masampit sa aming mga bibig. Muli po, magpapasalamat po kami, madakila at mataas ka sa aming buhay. Ito po ang aming dalangin sa paan Jesus. po sa ating lahat. Sabihin niyo sa katabi niyo, good morning! Ayan, good morning talaga. Di ba napakaganda po ng araw? And today is the day that the Lord has made. At sabi sa word niya, we should rejoice. Amen? And be glad in it. Sino ngayon ang naggagalak at nandito kayo ngayong umaga? Amen? The word of God says, with man these things are possible. But with God, all things are possible. Amen? Let's worship the Lord.
our God, the God who is great. And today, God, we will worship you, for you indeed, O oh God, are a God of wonder, God of miracles, a God who is able to do, Lord God, the impossible. Darkness to shine out of the 
Lord God for continually reminding us oh Lord that you are all we need our God, our Lord our Savior and even our friend thank you Lord God that you are also our healer we thank you Lord God for continually giving us Lord Jesus healing physically spiritually oh lord god we thank you lord that even sometimes we falter we worry we doubt oh lord you are working but you will never stop working oh lord in our lives because that is who you are and we can put our full trust in you god we will believe in you. We can believe in you, Lord God, because your words are true. Lord God, because you are the one true God. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Panginoon, salamat po, Panginoon, at araw-araw, pwede ka namin 
makapagkatiwalaan at ibigay ang buong buhay namin sa iyo, Panginoon. Dahil lahat, Panginoon, ng iyong sinasabi sa iyong salita ay katotohanan, Panginoon. At pwede namin panghawakan, Panginoon, sa bawat araw na nandito kami, Panginoon. Lord, we thank you so much. We glorify you, Lord, and we honor you. Lord, thank you so much. And everybody with grateful hearts, let's give the Lord a big clap of praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bago tayo umupo, sabi mo sa katabi mo, ang saya-saya ko at nandito ka ngayong araw na to. Ngayon, sabi mo sa katabi mo, tayo rin ay masayang umupo at maghanda na sa pakikinig ng word ni Lord. Okay, good morning to all. Ayan. Ah, yun. Thank you, thank you sa sampo. Sampo mo bumati. Kasi ang haba nung kanina, eh, di ba? Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, ba 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 Sabi nga ng isa, di ba? Copy-paste. Sabi mo na lang sa katabi mo, copy-paste. Yan, di ba? So, welcome again. Welcome to One Bit Christian Ministries. And in behalf of the church and its leadership, we pray that you not only grow uh, deeper into understanding God's word, but may you also learn to apply it in your very lives today. Today, we get to continue our series, our series entitled Signs and Wonders, di ba? For the whole month of June, we'll be talking about these miracles, not only that Jesus performed, but also those miracles that we can find in our Bible. Di ba? Minsan, inisip mo, yung ba noon eh, is it still available today? Is it still possible to happen today? That the same God who parted the Red Sea, who allowed the blind to see, the lame to walk, the deaf to hear, is it still possible today? Gusto nyo ng milagro, di ba? Gusto nyo ba? Uh, kailangan ba yata natin balihin yung paan ng isa nating kapatiran? Sino po magbo-volunteer? Di ba? But today, those miracles are all still available. Don't you ever think that the same God that that Moses, Abraham served is, is different from the God that we serve today? They are the same. Sabi mo, di ba? God never changes. What He did before, He can do today. All according to His will today. Today, we get to see a particular passage of scripture located in the book of Mark, and we get to find out what miracle Jesus performed today na pagtiringdan mo eh, I didn't see it in those angles. Hindi ko nakita sa ganong pananaw. But now as we begin to look at it, may your perspective towards looking at miracles also change. Today's, today's miracles, sabihin ko sana, di ba? Today's, ang ganda sana eh. Today's passage of scripture, uh, is located in Mark, and today's title of today's message is entitled, View from the Rooftop. Diba? Sino sa inyo, maganda yung view nyo sa rooftop? O yung mayroon kayong rooftop that you can access anytime. Diba kung mayroon ganyan, ay, ay, yes, di na easy, alam ko yun, pag, ta, pagpunta mo sa kapan, diba? Ang, ang ganda ng simoy na hangin. At, at sometimes, you think you can see everything. Diba pa, ang ganda ng angle mo, ang ganda na ikita mo to sa mundo, then you can probably say na, ah, I have a pretty good picture of what will happen. I have a pretty good picture of, of how things look like based on this angle. It's a vantage point. Diba pag mas mataas ka, mas maganda. It has a tendency for you to see everything towards your perspective. But today, while looking at Mark chapter 2, may your perspective change. That is when, as, that as you that as you stand in the rooftop of your lives, may you get to see your miracle using the eyes of Jesus. 
remember uh, a couple of months ago, my wife and I, we went to something, we went to a, a, a great challenge in our life. Kumbaga, she was diagnosed with, I forgot what she was diagnosed with. <laughs> I, I know the procedure. Sabi niya. The procedure was they, they, they took out one of her ovaries, parang total hysterectomy. I forget because she was bleeding for mga two months na siyang dumudugo eh. Diba? Yun palang milagro na, diba? Dumudugo siya two months. Sabi ko, grabe. Sobrang na yan, parang poso. Diba? When she told it to me, na more than a month, sabi ko, ganito na lang. Sabi ko, I have faith. Let's pray for it. We prayed for it. Kaya Jumar Lehans, ginawa namin. Then it didn't stop. Sabi ko, wala yata akong power ah. Kailangan ko yata mag-pray pa. More prayers came. It was still bleeding. So we decided to go to a doctor and seek medical help. Sabi ng doctor, ganito na lang, we'll have, we'll have her DNC. Kalimutan ko ulit, ibig sabihin ng DNC, grabe no? Iyap maging doctor, di ba? Pandaming terms na hindi mo maintindihan, sasabihin mo lang, okay, mukhang maganda yan ha. Sige, gawin natin. Diba? So, ginawa namin. We had the procedure, tapos by faith, sabi sabi ng doctor, let's pray Now we won't find anything. Yung sa, isi-scrape yung sa uterus yata yun, sa uterus niya. Sabi ko, okay, let's pray again. We prayed really hard. Nung procedure na yun, kasi hindi naman everyday, nasa hospital ka, di ba? So, during that time, it was in, it was, uh, it was so uncomfortable to be in a hospital kasi they had to swab you, you had to wear mask and everything. Napaka-uncomfortable. So, sabi ko, ayoko na maulit. So, let's pray. We prayed the whole night. Before the procedure, after the procedure, we prayed. Lord, sabi ko, in Jesus' name, yan, this is the miracle that we've been waiting for. Negative results. Sabi, nung dumating, lovely. Sabi ng doctor, I think we have to proceed to our next procedure. Sabi ko, my God, Lord, paano na to? Dala-diretso na eh. So, to cut the long story short, yun, they took they took out, I think, one or two, one, 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 just one of her ovary. May naiwan pang isa, di ba? Pero definitely, hindi na kami pwedeng magkaanak. So, hindi po yun yung miracle na buntis sa sawa ko ngayon, baka hindi yung miracle. Then during that time, I, I couldn't understand I thought I was in control. Na I thought me having real faith in God would understand the Lord, this is possible. With your power, healing can happen. But it didn't. Even up to today, the whole procedure, healing, everything and everything, during that time, it was really clouded. Sabi ko noon, ang hirap eh. Ang hirap indindihin yung mga nangyayari pag talagang di mo naintindihan. I didn't know what God was doing, what God was trying to teach us during that time. But I had to believe that He was up to something. Yun yung miracle worker. Now even, even, now, even if you don't see him working, you know he's there. Among ngayon, when we look upon things, I wouldn't change anything. It was hard. Definitely it was hard. 100%. Super hirap. We had to leave our son for ilang days twice. I mean, we video call lang kami. Ang hirap. Everything was hard. I wouldn't change a thing. Among those experiences allowed us to be closer to God. Allowed us to really depend on Him. Now, despite the things that happened, it's, it's better if you can share it to others and you yourself experience it firsthand. Have faith. Because you yourself knows what it means to have faith. And during that time, I thought what we need was a miracle. I thought what we need was total healing. I thought what we need was this thing. But looking at it today, I wouldn't change anything. Though I do not yet understand it fully, I know that God knows what I need. And everything happens because He wills it. 
Today, as we look upon this passage of Scripture, we get to find the twist. I hope you find the twist in this passage of Scripture as we look in the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, and see the life, not only of his four friends, but also of this paralytic guy. We get to see what miracle Jesus performs in the life of this person. So if you have your Bibles with you today, I invite you to open your Bibles to Mark chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. And can I invite all able to stand and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of His God, of His Word. Mark chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. So many gathered that there were no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralytic, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus, and after digging through it, lowered the mat and the paralyzed man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take your mat, and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of all, them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. Blessed be the reading of his word. Join me as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. Father, today may your words reveal to us a message that we know is ours. Father, may we take home that message, apply it in our lives, O oh Lord Father, and get to share it also to other people. Father, today, may your word come alive. Father, we worship you, we adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. A passage of scripture today is not new to most of you, di ba? Okay, not new to everybody. I, I guess you heard it one way or another. Kumbaga, pagdating sa, sa, sa mga miracles ni Jesus. This is one miracle not new to us. Di ba? Sabi ko nga, mas maganda yata, pinilit ko yung healing ng mother-in-law ni, ni Peter, di ba? Mas maganda. Pero baka marami sa inyo, galit sa mga mother-in-law nyo. Kaya baka mapaaway pa tayo. Kaya sabi ko, let's stick to this, sabi ko. So, this passage of scripture began with the statement, and he again entered Capernaum after some days. Jesus began his ministry mostly centered in this place, Capernaum, where he got to heal, he got to preach. Dito medyo nagsentro yung kanyang ministry. So after he preached here, he, he left for neighboring cities or neighboring places. And so the passage of Scripture said that he was returning back again to Capernaum after some days. And it was heard that he was in the house. Oh, one of the, some, some passages say that he was home. Because some consider Capernaum his home. 
Di ba? Pero I'd like to believe this was the house of Peter. Kasi some say this is the house of Jesus, pero kung constant on the go ka, bakit ka pa? Wala namang mag-maintain ng bahay, di ba? So I'd like to believe that this is the house of Peter. And the last, eh, yung, yung ending ng verse 1 says that he was in the house. If there's something I love about this, this, this verse, is the last, nung sabi niya, Jesus was in the house. I mean, there's something new today, if there's something I like every day when I come to church, I pray that Jesus is in the house. Jesus is here. That you can actually feel him. You can sense his presence. Um, there's, so, there's such a big difference knowing if you know that Jesus is with you and Jesus is not with you. Okay, last phrase, then, he was in the house. They were affirming that he was there. And by his mere presence, it tells a lot of things. Verse 2, immediately many gathered together so that there, there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door, and he preached the word to them. Beginning in chapter 1, Jesus preached a lot. Diba? And he didn't only preach a lot, but he also did miracles. One of the miracles he did in chapter 1 was the healing of this demonic possessed person. I think it's in Mark chapter 128. Yan, he healed this person. And nung hinil na yung person ito, on instant celebrity. Diba? Kasi nowadays, if you know those healing crusades, if, you, if you've seen those things happen, diba dagsay mga tao? Today, when you get to hear of those miracles that are still available today, people go to it. Imagine noon. Ganon din noon. When people get to hear about miracles, lana of healing, they attend it so much. So Jesus, during that time, nung narinig nila eh, so after He healed, narinig, siko, kumalat na sa buong bayan na grabe. Si Jesus na ito, He heals people. He casts out demons. He preaches. And one thing Mark highlights in this verse is that He preached. One thing essential or one thing central in Jesus' ministry is preaching. Minsan kasi na-highlight lang sa ministry ni Jesus, healing eh. He healed, he healed, he, he banished a demon, he let the blind see. Pang yun yung hina-highlight. But one thing Mark wanted to highlight also here is that one thing essential was that Jesus preached the word. He shared about the kingdom of God to people. Then came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. So the story progresses. Nahabangan dun si Jesus daw. There were these four friends. Four friends, four, four, four na, I don't know, kung kapatid niya, isa. Pero these were four people who was bringing a paralytic. Eh, Siyempre, ipag-paralytic I'd like to assume na pag-apat sila eh, hindi na talaga makalakad. So, probably may isang mat, tapos binuhat tigi isang dulo. Uh, Elias, di ba? Para mabuhat nila. Malayo pa lang nakita nila ang daming tao. You know, one thing, pag maraming tao, minsan ayaw na natin. You ever go, pang, pang may, 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 may libring something o may, may, may something that you wanna see. Pero pag malayo pa lang nakita mo ang daming tao, di ba? Minsan nakawalang gana. Pang ayaw ko nang pumunta sa ibang araw na lang pupunta. You know, these four friends, they were desperate. Nakita mo yung desperation nila kasi pwede naman nila sabihin na bukas na lang pag wala ng tao o later na lang. But because of their desperation and their compassion for their friend, they pushed through. They persevered regardless of what happened. Di ba ang hirap nun eh? Mahirap na nga ate Jingle na apat lang kayo magsisiksikan. Di ba? Imagine, ang daming tao sisiksikan eh. Imagine pa pag may bit-bit ka, Yung bit-bit mo pa tao. But they knew what they wanted and they knew that the only person who can help their friend was Jesus. 
dito pala nakikita mo na yung pananampalatay nila eh. Di ba sabi, sabi sa atin sa last Sunday that if there's a problem, that's good. Kasi that is one requisite of a miracle. There was a problem. There was this paralytic guy. Now, ibig sabihin nun, what's next can become a miracle. Hamo yung isang hinahanap ko palagi doon is the, is the provision for faith. Pero dito palang makikita mo na yung pananampalataya nila eh. That their faith was placed on Jesus. They knew for a fact that Jesus, siguro isa sa kanila, napagaling na ni Jesus noon, siguro yung isa eyewitness. Siguro yung isa part ng miracle din na nangyari before. Because they were sure that when they bring their friend to Jesus, Jesus can give them the answer. They were there. Hindi, sige lang tayo. Nung nakita nalang walang, walang lugar, you know what they did? They went up the roof. Palestinian houses during that time, usually on one story. They were one story. Tapos yung roof nila was flat. Sa amin kasi, in our family home, flat yung yero. Tapos doon nagsasampay. Tapos gusto na yun, magbilag doon, doon kami naglalaro sa pagbata kami. Ano subukan nyo na yun? Ma- o, oh, marriage kayo. Di ba? Hindi pwede kasi uh, magagalit si papa. Di ba? Na ganun. Uh, Kung baga ganun yun. Usually, yung stairs nila, wala sa loob ng bahay, Kuya Jumar. Nasa labas, usually a ladder or a stairs that leads up to the rooftop. Kasi during that time, kapag mainit, they would like to spend time sa rooftop. Their roofs during, the, during this time were made of mud. Yung hardened mud, parang siyang semento kasi pag yung putik tumigas na matagal eh. Parang siyang tas lalagyan ng beam hanggang mabuo yung, yung, yung bubong. So this four, knowing the structure of the roof, sabi pwede yata natin idaan sa taas ah. So pagkadaan nila sa taas, you know what they did? They bore a hole. Binutas nila. If you ask, if you ask Engineer Dave, di ba? pag bumutas ka, magandang, madaling ayusin yung buong roof. Pero isang portion ng roof na bubutasan, ganun din lang eh. These four friends destroyed the roof. You know why? Kasi para sa kanila, mas valuable yung tao kaysa yung bubong. Most of the time, we don't see it that way. Para sa atin eh, pera-pera, sayang yan eh. Ba't nyo ginagawa, sayang yan eh. But I like to believe that they placed more value on people rather than on things. That's the dangerous things. That's the dangerous thing today. People nowadays, churches today, place more value on things rather than on people. If there's one thing God loves, it's people. Mo, maglalakas loob kang sumira ng bubong. Ibig sabihin, pag sinira mo yun, Miko, sino magayos? Kayo. Piyamo, ikaw na ang nagdala, ikaw na ang naghirap, ikaw pa ang magbabayad. Ako, I'd like to believe that they were sure, 100% sure that their friend would come out walking. Verse 5, when Jesus, <laughs> ako lang na-excited, di ba? So, pagkabutas nila ng bubong, di ba? I'd like to imagine Jesus still preaching. Tasabi ng pipreach siya, di ba? Biglang, mayroong, may gumagalaw sa bubong. Di ba, tao po, tas gudyo, 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 siya maglalagari na during that time, di ba? Kasi one story, it wasn't high ceilings, or ganito kataas, or a bit higher, a bit. Tapos habang nga preaching, siguro una, dust was trying to fall, di ba? Parang ano yan? Dirt, di ba? Eh kung ikaw yung may-ari ng bay, imagine, tense na tense ka, si Jesus in-invite mo, tas biglang, ano kayong ginagawa nila sa bubong ko? 
all of a sudden, that small hole started to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Hanggat nung nakita nila may tao sa bubong. Hi. Hi, Jesus. Di ba? Uh, imagine the hole. The hole wasn't just this. In order for you to put a person down, it should be as big as him. Na nakahiga. Alam naman, ibibitin mo yung taong paralito ko, yung leg yung nakabitin, di ba? Jesus, total, papagaligin mo na, buhayin mo na rin. Ah, ironic. Di ba? Siyempre, they, they had a mat. So, it was usually as big as the mat. So, pagkababa nila, ang laki ng butas. Imagine, you can imagine if you're the owner of that. Tingnan mo, kami mahal nito. Paano na kaya to? Jesus! But those four didn't care. Habang binababa nila yung friend nila eh. Di ba? After all those effort, pagbubuhat pa lang, papunta doon, siksikan, ako, in-imagine ko, yung stairs nila, hindi kasing ganda ng stairs dito. I'd like to more imagine to was a ladder. Ito sa ladder. Imagine, nag-aket ka ng kasama mo gamit yung isang ladder. Habi yung effort, yung muscle, siguro hirap na hirap na sila. But it didn't matter to them. What mattered to them was that their friend become healed. Kababa nila. Like what Jesus said, when Jesus saw their faith, Oh, this one word na pang, I'm still so amazed. Can people see your faith? Pag tinignan ko pa si Opalin, may malalaman ko pa, grabe yung pananampalatay na super. Is faith visible? Ay, kita ba ba? And yet, the word that Jesus used was, He saw their faith. He didn't hear of their faith. He saw their faith. He saw it through their actions. Siguro nakita niya, tumutulo na yung pawis nila. He saw that they didn't complain. He saw their determination to bring their friend down at all cost. Jesus saw their faith. If there's one thing I love so much, I wish and I pray that Jesus sees my faith. Sasabihin niya, good job. He saw their faith and he said to the paralytic, ito, bababa na yung paralytic, di ba? Miss Universe. Hama na kahiga. Jesus, hello. You see, Jesus didn't only see the faith of the paralytic guy. He said, the ver- verse clearly said, he saw their faith collectively. Not only one person, but all of them put together. Kaya napaka-importante yung pananalampalataya natin collectively. Tama, we get to encourage one another. Siguro sa apat na yun, pagpagod na isa, uwi na tayo. Uwi na tayo, bro. Yung isa sabi niya, hindi. Andito na lang tayo, punta na lang si Jesus. Siguro yung paralitik, sabi niya, mga, mga kuis, huwag na ngayon. Baka sa ibang araw na lang. Ano ka ba? Let's go. Tama, they were constantly boosting each other until they ended up there. So habang naglalaga kayong isa, sabi niya, huwag tinatanggal yung putik eh. Nakakaya naman to, kuya. Ikaw na lang yung magpakita. But you see, when they were lowering down the mat, all of them had to be seen. Kasi each corner eh. Then when Jesus saw their faith, all of their faith put together, you know what Jesus said? John, Jesus said to the paralytic, face to face, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. If you were a paralytic during that time, Receiving those words from Jesus, what would you feel? Oh, thank you, Jesus. I like to imagine otherwise. Ang mga binababa, tapos nauna-una, siguro sa perspective ng paralytic, 
Yung binabasa at sabi ng, ni Jesus sa paralytic, son, your sons are forgiven. Ano sasabi ng paralytic? Ah, maling tao yata yun, Jesus. Hindi ah. mo ba napansin? Bali-bali yung katawan ko. The four friends would have just said, Jesus, mali, hindi, hindi. Healing. Ituwid mo yung mga buto niya. Yun yung hinahanap namin. It's like going to the doctor, di ba? Tapos talagang siguro na-aksidente ka, nasagasaan ka, talagang nabaling kamay ko. Punta ka sa ER. Tapos pinakita mo sa ER. Tapos sabi ng, sabi ng, sabi ng doctor sa'yo, hinawakan niya yung kamay mo. Bro, your sins are forgiven. How would you feel? Di ba? Parang, Thank you. Pero Jesus, parang kulang eh. Hindi yun yung inahanap ko eh. Hindi yun yung pinagpray ko eh. And most of the time, we come before Jesus thinking that we know what we want. Thinking that we know the miracle that we've been praying for. The longest time, Lord, alam mo na eh. Then Jesus answers it differently. Then we're saying, hindi ata sinagot ni Lord yung, yung prayer ko. Ah, walang miracle. But it's so significant here that Jesus said, Son, your sins are forgiven. He didn't know that, hindi niya alam na yun yung kailangan niya eh. Until the end. During that time, siguro talagang he was so baffled na, ano ba pinagsasabi ni Jesus? Kala ko, mga friend, kala ko sabi niyo kaya niya. And yet he said, your sins are forgiven. But most of the time, the greatest miracle siguro would be an answer, an unanswered prayers. Sometimes when you get to pray, then okay, uh, uh, prayers that aren't what you prayed for. Now you think, na parang, Lord, hindi mo naman sinagot iba eh. Bakit blines mo yung kapit-bahay ko, hindi ako? Ay, yung prayer ko, tumalbog sa kanya? Yung miracle napunta sa kanya? How you, you don't get it eh. But you have to have faith that God knows what He is doing. He doesn't only know what He is doing. Anjali, but he knows your greatest need. Oh, it's so hard to pray, Lord, your will be done, your kingdom come. I'm putting everything, your whole life, into the hands of God. Na ang dami mong gustong plano, ang dami mong gusto sa buhay, pero alam mo ang pinagpipray mo, Lord, kung ano yung pinaka-best para sa'yo, yun na lang yung mangyayari. Oh, hindi tayo sanay na ganun. Gusto natin kontrolado yung buhay natin eh. Gusto natin kung anong inisip natin, kung anong pinagpray natin, yun din yung makakuha natin. Then yun, dun natin masasabi na may milagrong nangyayari. But when things don't happen the way we plan it, we don't get to see the miracle in the making. Oftentimes, God uses those simple situations to create an avenue for us to experience a miracle paralytic guy and those four friends didn't see it. Kahit sila nasa rooftop, nasa best perspective, kitang-kita na nila. Kung tatayo man yung kaibigan nila o hindi. They thought they knew what their friend needed. But Jesus knew what was best for them. And some of the scribes were sitting. Were sitting there and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Some passages would say na hindi lang scribes, but also Pharisees during that time. They were teachers of the law. They were people who studied the law. You say, been memorized nila kung anong nakasulat sa batas. Batas, yung Ten Commandments, the Torah. They knew what was written. And during this time, only God can forgive sins. True? False. 
True. 100% true. Only God can forgive sins. What they didn't fail to recognize was that Jesus is God. Yun yung minsan hindi natin nakikita that Jesus is God, that Jesus has authority. And these scribes and Pharisees didn't like to entertain that this man calls himself God can also forgive sins. Napakahirap during that time. Kasi during this time, yes, God can forgive sins. But they had to go through a process. And those process, and the process involves them. Yung mga Pharisees, yung mga, hindi naman Pharisees, but the high priest. Diba? Pag nagkasala ka, you get to buy sin offering. You go to the temple. You offer to the priest. And the priest becomes your intermediary before God. Ganun nangyari. So, pangisip nila, paano nangyari yun? Hindi na sila dadaan sa pari, wala nang sin offering. Automatic, their sins are forgiven. Pag ganun, eh, boom, buhay. Kasi minsan tinitignan natin yung mga Pharisee and scribes, eh, bad people. But can you blame them? Can you blame them? They were looking at things based on how they read it. Yung isang bagay na hindi natin nakikita, sila pala, looking at this peop- looking at the story, sila pala yung paralyzed spiritually. They were too much relying on what they read and following it to the dot, but they obviously forgot one thing. Love. Ah, to the dot eh. Kailangan nila to the dot and everything. They, 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 failed to, they, they failed to look at it on the eyes of grace. Kaya ang hirap nilang tanggapin during that time. Ang hirap nilang tanggapin na hindi pwede yan eh. Kasi hindi naman yung nasa nakasulat eh. But immediately, when, he, when Jesus perceived this in his spirit, that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic? Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Arise, take up your bed and walk. Jesus today would ask you the same question. Ganto na lang. He perceived it na mayroon kayong gustong tanungin eh. Kaya ayun yung sabihin, ganto na lang. So Jesus, right then and there, confronted them. Ganto na lang. Ano mas mahirap? Take note what Jesus said. Ano mas mahirap? Para sabihin na your sins are forgiven o bumangon ka, pulutin mo yung kama mo at maglakad ka. Which is easier? One or two? One. Two. One. One is easier. Kasi the passage of Scripture clearly says here, huh, which is easier to say. Hindi sinabi which is easier to do. Which is easier to say. Ang daling sabihin, di ba, yung one, yung your sins are forgiven. Alam mo bakit, Aditina? Walang pureba eh. Sino makapagsasabi na talagang pinatawad ka? Wala. Pero pag sinabi mong, get up, arise, take your bed and walk, Kahit sinabi niya, may pureba, hihintayin ka nilang maglakad. Oo, oh, maglalakad nga siya. Pag di ka naglakad, ha ah. Come on, looking at those two phrases, both are hard to do. Both are not even hard to do. Both are impossible to do. Yung pareho niya, eh, napaka-imposible. Only God can do those things. Those things cannot be done by human beings. Only God can do those things. But there's something funny with Jesus. Habang hinihintay niya yung sagot nila, siya mismo sumagot ng tanong niya. Siguro, nung, nung tinanong niya, all of them were thinking, ano to, talagang may trick question kaya? Hinihintay niya kayong sabihin namin ito versus yon. But Jesus, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. 
Biglang sabi ni Jesus, sumigon the manu, sabi, but the son of man, one title, I, I, I'd like to believe that this is Jesus' favorite title, son of man, is a title given to Jesus. That the son of man, Jesus, has the power on earth to forgive sins. That's what Jesus said. May kapangyarihan ako magpatawad. So if Jesus said that, what's the next line dapat niya sinabi ko? Dapat next line niya, sasabihin niyo doon, eh di mas madaling magpatawad kasi yun yung kapangyarihan na binigay sa iyo. But Jesus, out of the blue, sabi niya, I have the power to forgive sins. But he said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take your bed, and go to your home. You know what he did here? Tinanong niya, ano mas mahirap eh, magpatawad o oh, para sabihin na bumangon ka eh. You know what he did? Yung magpatawad, sinabi ko na eh. Nung una pa lang pagbabae, he saw your faith and he said, your sins are forgiven. Ganto na lang, gagawin ko yung dalawa. Ibang klase si Jesus, no? Gabi, pagtingan mo, gabi. If I look at him and wonder the things that he does, gabi. Super. Then he says, arise, take your bed and go to your home. Like, imagine everybody super tense, super suspense. Because everybody was looking at this guy, this paralytic guy, waiting for him to rise up. Ay, joke na doon, sa buong place, may isang tao lang doon na hindi nakatingin sa, sa paralytic guy. Kilala mo sino? May akin ng bahay, nakasabubong pa rin daw siya nakatingin na. Alam, mahal yan, gawin yung mangyayari niya. Everybody there was so tense. Waiting for this guy to get up. Kung bagay, ito yung suspense o ito yung thrill, ito yung peak ng movie, na when you get to get that excitement, na habang hinihintay na unti-unti siyang bumangon yung pagkabangon niya eh. Immediately. I like the word of Mark here when he said immediately. Diba? Hindi, hindi na siya nag-isip eh. Totoo kaya? Ah, gabi naman si Jesus eh. Ganon din lang, dinarang niya dinaretso kanina eh. But the word immediately, right then and then, when Jesus said, arise, in his excitement, sabi, ito yung sinasabi, ito yung kunikwento ng mga repapips ko, anong papunta kami sa dito eh. This is the moment I've been waiting for. So that's why when Jesus said, arise, right then and then, immediately, he stood up. Pagkatayo niya, he took his bed. Pagkatayo mo kung anong sinabi ni Jesus, yun din ginawa niya. He took up his bed and went, I took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all. Oh, what if it didn't happen? What if nung sabi ni Jesus, arise? Tapos, ayaw. Siguro yung apat na friends, pambihirang hirap na nga, ibabay, paano pa kaya pag itaas? But they knew for a fact that they can take God's word for it 100%. That when he says it, it will happen. So when, when Jesus said, arise, take up your bed. So ako, pag binabasa to, it's, it gives me goosebumps. Ano bakit? If I can take God's word for it, then if you open your Bibles today and that's God's word, then everything is true. All His promises, pag bukas mo, promise nilo, tapos sabi, wow, He will never leave you nor forsaken you. He has given you a great life. He tells you to be courageous, do not fear anything. Kaya all those things are true. And He wants you to experience it every day. 
But most of the time here, ito yung pinakamaganda, ito yung hindi pinakamaganda. This, this is where the one the punchline lies when they said, and all were amazed and glorified God, saying, we have never saw anything like this. And when, they, when people saw him get up, they were so amazed. The greatest miracle that happened today or during that time is forgiveness. Yun yung greatest miracle na hindi nila nakikita eh. And most of the time today, we're too preoccupied looking for that spectacular sign and wonder that we forget that every day we are beneficiaries of a miracle that God gives us. Not based on your goodness, but based on His goodness. Yun yung, yun yung, some atheists would say na, ano Christian life, yung isang kinaingitan ko, yung pagpapatawad. Kasi para sa inyo, may tao kayong pwedeng hingan ng pagpapatawad, may taong pwedeng bigyan kayo ng pagpapatawad. Imagine if you don't believe in God. Or if you don't have the same God that we worship, we ask for forgiveness to, who will give it to you? There's one thing that you should treasure today is that forgiveness that He has given each and every one of you. That, per se, is a miracle for me. Nowadays, we like, we like, we like healing. We like, uh, we like all those signs and wonders that, that are tangible, that we forget a miracle that is eternal. Today, if you're, a miracle, if, if you're looking for healing in your leg or healing in any condition that you have, believe me, all the characters in the Bible, the blind who, who, who Jesus, yung dinuha ni Jesus yung sa lupa, tapos nilagay niya sa mata niya, boom, di ba? Nakakita ka na ba kina ba? Di ba? Tapos nakakita yung tao, I see people like trees. Uh, the, the demon possessed who Jesus casted out. Sino pa ba yung mga, alam yung characters in the Bible? Yung mother-in-law ni Peter na hinil niya. Lazarus, who Jesus allowed him to to again raise up from the dead. Alam of all those people who experience miracles, sad to say, they're all dead. Mayroon kayong naalala na miracle na ginawa Jesus na buhay pa hanggang ngayon? Mayroon ba? They're all dead. If there's a miracle far greater than all the healing that He did, it's the forgiveness that He offers. Not only to people before, but also to people today. And this is where the punchline lies. Because what he offers to you is a, is a miracle that is eternal, that will last. And today, I want you to look at it in God's perspective, not from the rooftop, but on God's perspective. When he saw their faith and he gave them something that he thought, that he knew rather, that they needed the most. Today, what do you need the most? What are you praying for? What miracle are you looking for today? Today, very quickly. Very quickly, very, very quickly. Three things. Three things that they saw. Three things that you see from the rooftop. Una, una, the first thing that you see from the rooftop are friends. Going back to our passage of Scripture. Siyempre, based on our passage of Scripture, there were these four friends. They saw each other. They saw their friend. If you're from the rooftop, you think, wow, I get to see one another helping one another. 
in order for our friend to experience the miracle. If I ask you today, when was the last time you brought somebody to God? When was the last time you told a friend in need that the answer to your prayers is God? When was the last time you thought about a friend who needed something and you knew that bakit di natin dalhin kay Lord? Bakit hindi mo ipanalangin sa Panginoon? You see, our passage of Scripture highlighted these four friends. These four friends who brought their friend to Jesus. And there's something so important today. It's bringing a friend to Jesus. Bringing somebody to Jesus. Today I stand before today kasi hindi lang basta-basta. One day I believed in Jesus Christ. It took friends. It took family. It took people who sacrificed their time, their effort, their talents in order for me to come to know Jesus Christ. It took my wife. It took a pastor 13 years ago to pray for me. When I look back, siguro sila yung apat na friends, one held one corner of the mat, another held another corner, until I received the greatest miracle, which is forgiveness. During that time, I didn't also get it. No, sabi, just accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But things didn't go smooth sailing. But now as I look back, it was indeed the greatest thing that I received. That restoration, knowing that you're okay with Jesus, knowing that you have that relationship with Him, that you can claim His word because you know who He is, that when He says, your life won't end here, but you will experience eternal life through me. You can take it because you know Him. And it starts with those friends who brought you. Today, if you are seated here today, I encourage you to think of people. Think of people who brought you to where you are today. If you're thinking about those people, now think of people who you can bring for them also to experience what you experience today. Ah, Alistar Bragg, I beg, said, you will never have a better friend than a friend who points you to Christ. Wow. Those are the best friends. Yun dapat hinahanap mo na BFF eh. Yung mga taong tinutukayo kay Kristo eh. Not those who, 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 who call you to have a good time. Pero ito yung best friend nyo dapat eh. People who would like to push you closer to God. If you have some characteristic for friends, you would definitely say, people who want me to become closer to God. A British publication once offered a prize for the best definition of a friend. What's the best definition of a friend? Among a thousand answers received were the following. One who multiplies joy, divides grief, and whose honesty is invoidable. How lalim, no? A volume of sympathy bound in cloth. A watch that beats true for all time and never runs down. Di ba kung mayroon kayong definition ng, ng, ng kaibigan, tunay na kaibigan, how will you define a true friend? Ang totoong kaibigan, parang lata, maingay, hindi plastic. But you have friends that talaga pag tumawa sila, alam mo, wala silang bisyo, pero pag tumawa sila, parang sila nakakasyabu. 
Yung super, super bigay todo, and you know that they can become themselves because they know that you are family. But you know the number one winner of the yung definition of friends? Have the winning definition read, a friend is one who comes in when the whole world has gone out. It's just similar to like a quote that went, friends are like stars. You don't, you don't see them, but you know they're there. A good friend. It's so hard to find a good friend today. But today, aren't you thankful that you have friends who push and constantly rebuke you, constantly encourage you to go on. Go on with your journey with God. Proverbs 18.24 One who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So true. My prayer today is that you get to find, if you have already valued them, but if you don't have, try to find a friend that you know that would stick to you like a brother. Pag mali ka, sasabihin niya. Itutuwid ka niya, itutuwid ka ulit niya patungo kay Kristo. One real friend is better than 1,000 fake friends. Pag tingin mo yung Facebook, you might have hundreds, thousands of friends, but how many of them are your real friends? How many of them can you consider your true friends? Second thing I'd like to highlight today, when you have your view from the mountaintop, you get to see something else. Aside from your friends, you get to see one more thing. You get to see faith. You get to see faith. Not only Jesus, not only a kind of faith, not only real faith, but persistent faith, courageous faith, creative faith, saving faith. Those are the faith that you can see. And look at our passage of Scripture. Those, faith, those are all faith that were made available during that time. Persistent faith. They didn't take no for an answer regardless of the obstacle that they experienced. They wanted it because they knew for a fact that God can. Yun yung, yun yung faith eh. You know that God can and you would 100% believe it for His word. These four friends knew for a fact that when they brought their friend to Jesus, eh, Jesus would let him go out of the place a different person. Today, how is your faith? If God sees your faith today, what would He say? Grabe yung pananampalataya mo. Minsan kasi yung ating pananampalataya eh, you know, we, we want we want our faith, yung tipong pampakyut lang. Never that. Now, you sister, by faith, believe. Pero hanggang salita lang. Gusto mo pakyut lang. Diba? Na, I remember a message a couple, last year, sabi din, diba? Not only kumafate, ano pang next sa kumafate? Lumafate, tsaka humigfate. Pang ganda naman nun, talang lumapit, kumapit, humigpit ka kay Lord, ganda naman nun. Yun ako. Pero wala, pampakyut lang. Your faith can't be seen in the things that you do. One thing that God said when, he was, when they were low in the kasabi niya, He saw their faith. It was faith in action. It was something active. Isabi, nakikita. Pag sinabi niyo, may pananampalatayo kay Kristo, hanggang ngayon, nakikita ba sa gawa niyo? James would oftentimes tell that faith without works is dead. That's why... Genuine faith is something active. It's something present in your life. It's something seen in the way you live. Today, do you have faith? 
And if you have, if you have faith, is it real faith? Anyone can believe when God is already moving, but real faith is when you step out when it seems that God is not moving. One thing that's, that, that's so good, when it comes to faith, it's not the amount of faith. It's not the amount of faith. Some of you would pray now, Lord, give me more faith. Did you ever pray that? Lord, more faith. It's not the amount of faith. I believe it's not the amount of faith. But it's where you place your faith unto. What saved Noah was not his feeling na safe sila. What saved Noah was the ark. He felt saved because he knew that he was in the ark. Today we are saved because we place our faith on Jesus. It's not a feeling. It's something sure. We know because we have placed it in him. Today, faith is something Sure, even if you don't see it, kaya ang ganda na song, di ba? Pa, yung kanina, yung sa miracle, uh, waymaker, miracle, waymaker, di ba? Would you believe even if you don't see it? These four people brought their paralytic friend, even if they didn't see it, they believed that God can. Siguro they saw it in advance, di ba? Lovely na, na-imagine na, naglalakad na sila pa, oh, patakbo. Alam mo, Michael, ba't sila tumatakbo palabas? Pakasingilin sila yung sa roof eh. Hanggang sa dulo, di ba? Yung may-ari pa lang yung pinag-uusapan. But real faith is when you step out when it seems that God is not moving. Mahirap eh. To trust that God is working behind the scenes. Minsan kasi kala natin yung kwento natin, kwento din ng iba eh. But one thing that's so good, our story is always unique to God. And each and every one of us has their own timetable. Now maybe it's Elias time today. Maybe next week time naman ni Isaiah. Maybe next si 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 Carl naman time niya. But don't you ever compare your timetable to other people. Pag nauna sila, God is still working. I can feel it. I have faith. Nauna lang sila. Susunod ka na rin kay Lord. <laughs> mali, mali, mali yon, mali. Susunod susunod ka na makatanggap. Amo, today in this, today it's not a race. Life is not a race na sinong unang umaman, sinong unang makakuha ng milyon. Kasi pagdating sa dulo, amo, pag nakita ko si Jokuya Jumar sa langit, hi, dito wala tayo, di ba? At ano mo ba, oh, kumusta na yung milyon mo sa bangko? Hindi mo nadala. <laughs> Ay, ako din. Di ba? <laughs> Hebrews 11.6 And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Faith is something essential. Today, as we get to see other miracles in the future, next Sunday, next Sunday, we get to see that faith is an essential. Faith is something necessary to be seen. You want miracles to happen in your life. You have to have faith. And that faith has to be placed on the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Internal beliefs should lead to external actions. Ama, dapat nagmamatchen eh. Kung anong pinaniniwalaan mo, dun dapat nakikita sa gawa mo. Those things could, should come one hand on hand. Hindi pwedeng, I believe in Christ, but when people look at how you live, it doesn't reflect it. 
Tapat dun pareho eh. Kaya Jesus, when he saw their faith, he said, wow, this is the faith that I want. That when they said that they had, they had faith in Jesus, they brought their friend, believing that Jesus can put a miracle in his life today. So today, we not only look at uh, of the friends, we not only look at faith, but lastly, we look at forgiveness. Ito na yung, hindi ang punchline, but this is one of the highlights that I want to highlight today, yung, yung word na forgiveness. Now, oftentimes, we think, we pray for a miracle that we think that we really need. But definitely towards the end, God knows what you need. And oftentimes, it doesn't align with how you want things to happen. But you have to have faith in God that He knows what He's doing. You have to have faith in God that He knows what's best for you. Going back to our passage of Scripture, God knew what was the immediate need of this person. And the immediate need of this person was forgiveness. Bisan di mo gets eh. Sabi ni Lord, the son, your sins are forgiven eh. Tama ba yung pinagsasabi ni Lord? Tama ba yung pinagsasabi ni Jesus? Sa akin ba niya sinasabi? But God knows it. If you don't receive what you're praying for, God knows the exact time when you will give it, when He will give it to you. Maybe if He has sent something that you haven't noticed. Maybe that's the answer to your prayer. But you have to look at it at God's perspective. One of the best things, if not the greatest miracle that happened during that time was forgiveness. Max Lucado since our greatest need was forgiveness, God sent us a Savior. He became like us so that we could be like Him. When you go to the doctor, tapos kung may sakit kayo, tapos biglang nagreseta yung doctor para sa'yo, nagsabi ng mga, a lot of things tungkol sa katawan mo, sa pinagdadaanan mo, di ba naniniwala ka? Yes, di ba? When you go to, well, nagkaroon kayo ng kaso, when you go to a lawyer, tapos he explains a lot of things, ganito gawin natin, blah, blah, blah. Di ba you entrust it to your lawyer that he knows what he's doing? Pag pumunta ka sa banko, di ba, Kuya Jomar, nag-deposit ka sa, sa, sa isang teller o nag-open ka na account, paano ko nakakasiguro na yung pera mo, iingatan nila? Every day we exercise faith. Even when you just came here today and you sat down on the chairs, I, I believe, na-notice ko, wala naman sa inyo, nag-check na upuan nyo nung umupo eh. You have to place your faith on your chair na kaya yung bigat nyo. All of us places faith on something. Today, we place our faith on God. We place our faith on God because He knows our greatest need. Our greatest need is forgiveness. Oh, bakit? Dito na yung kanina yung dudugtong ko. Our greatest need is forgiveness because what you want today is to have that good connection again with God. And it cannot be possible without forgiveness. Without the atoning of sins, it is not possible. What Jesus Christ did is He gave you that direct access to God that you can come before Him knowing that you have this good relationship with God. Diba ang hirap kapag may ko, mag-asawa kayo tapos biglang may kasalanan ka o may ginaginawang hindi maganda? Diba nag-usap ba kayo? Yung, yung, yung pag-usap niyo ba gaya ng dati? Alam mo yung gaya ng dati, yung sweet ang everything. But you know if there's something wrong, there's something limiting you, pangilang ka, and when God offers you forgiveness, he makes everything okay. 
If you, you can come before God again and request, you can come before God again without anything. Come on, if there's one thing God loves for you to come to Him broken, for you to come to Him as you are. And it's so difficult without forgiveness. That miracle is not possible without forgiveness. God gave him something better, if not the best thing that he received during that time. Something that he can take even into the next life, knowing that Jesus forgave him, or God forgave his sins. 1 John 1.9, towards the end, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us, to forgive our sins, and cleanse us from all wickedness. There was this one, there, there, there's this lawyer one time, mayroon siyang pinagkautanga, mayroon nagkautang sa kanya, mga siguro 50 na tao may utang sa kanya. And while he was deepening his relationship with God and becoming a Christian, he said, sabi niya parang, ah, di ko alam kung gagawin ko to, pero alam mo yung 50 na tao na may utang sa akin, I like to wave it all off. So this lawyer wrote them letters individually, personally. Really, personally, sinot yung 50 na tao na may utang sa kanya ng letters. He sent them all letters. They expecting them to thank him, expecting them to, to, to receive the blessing with open arms. Out of the 15 letters, 14 letters came back. Ano yung, yung, yung 14 letters that came back? They came back because they were returned by the postal office marked unsigned and undelivered. Kasi yung mga taong tatanggap, ayaw nilang tanggapin. Siguro kasi nakita nila yung letter galing sa abogado. Naku, sisingil na naman ako. Hindi ko nalang bubuksan. Hindi nalang kami lalabas ng bahay. Kunwari, walang tao. Out of the 15, only one did not come back. Because that person was bold enough to open it. To open, up, to open it and realize that his debt was forgiven. How today that same promise is available to all today? We owe a debt of sin and God is willing to cancel it. But too many people will not even open the letter that explains how. Forgiveness is available to all. That miracle of forgiveness is available to all. And if you only know what it means to have that good relationship with God, you would value that miracle even today. God's forgiveness is not earned and not deserved. It is something free. That's why it's called grace. You don't deserve it and yet He gave it to you. There's nothing that you should do. May ginawa ba nung paralytic guy para patawarin siya ni Jesus? Wala. Jesus right then and then offered it to him. Today, the same forgiveness is offered to each and every one of us. We just need to know how and accept it wholeheartedly. But as we end, allow me to end with this phrase. Allow Jesus to see and decide what you need the most. Allow Jesus to see and decide what you need the most. So there, uh, to end, uh, I was thinking of sharing to you a testimony by a person called Joni. Joni uh, Tada. Pero 
Ang sabi ko, pag ako pa mag-explain, mapapahabay. Why not invite her? Diba? So today, credits to her video today. And today, allow me to share to you her testimony. I grew up in a very athletic family, tennis, horseback riding. My earliest memories of um, hearing about the God of the Bible, though, was around the campfire on the beach of the Delaware shore with my sisters, my mom and dad, hearing stories of Noah, David, Moses, Daniel. But God really, really, he, he really wasn't very personal. All that changed, though, when I was a 14-year-old kid, went away on a kind of a church weekend retreat. And I was challenged by the speaker. He said, kids, I want you to measure your lives up against the Ten Commandments. Well, I had never committed adultery, or I don't think I, I stole anything in a big way, but you know what? It, it didn't matter. As I measured my life up against those commandments one by one by one, oh, I, I got this overwhelming sense that I'm missing the mark. I'm not going to make it. Oh, God, help me. It troubled me at first that God gave us a bunch of commandments that He knew very well we couldn't keep. But then it hit me at that weekend retreat. It hit me. That's why Jesus came. He was the one who kept the commandments. He was the one who obeyed the law, even though I didn't and even though I couldn't. I was only 14, but um, I was able to reach out right then and embrace Jesus and say, I, I need you. I, 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 I want to make it out of earth alive, and you're my only passport, so please. Well, I came home from that weekend retreat, all fired up, all pumped, all excited. But then um, through high school, um, the enthusiasm of what I had done began to wane, especially when I started confusing the abundant Christian life with the great American dream. My prayers were so self-centered, like, uh, God, help me to lose weight. God, I need a new boyfriend. God, give me good grades on this test. Unfortunately, I guess I thought I had done God a great big favor by accepting Jesus as my Savior. And I remember right around my senior year of high school, I prayed, Lord, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing this Christian thing right, and I know it. I don't want to go off to college and defame your good name, smear your reputation. I know it's about far more than just me, so do something in my life to jerk it right side up, because I'm really living this life wrong. Just a few weeks after high school graduation, as I was preparing to head off to college, my sister Kathy invited me to go to the beach for a swim. I swam out to this raft, athlete that I was, I didn't even touch bottom, hoisted myself up onto it and then took this really stupid dive into what ended up being extremely shallow water. I snapped my head back when I hit bottom and it crunched my fourth cervical vertebrae, severing my spinal cord. There I was lying face down in the water, desperately hoping that my sister Kathy would please notice that I had not surfaced from my dive. Unbeknownst to me, her back was turned to me. She didn't even see me take that dive. But a crab bit her toe. And it so startled her that she quick turned around in the water and screamed to me, Johnny, watch out for crabs. And when she did, she saw my blonde hair floating on the surface. I was face down, ready to drown. She came swimming quickly, pulled me up out of the water, and I never, I never was so grateful for fresh air. She saved me, but for what purpose, for what reason? Because now 
lying there in a hospital, doctors told me I was going to have to sit down for the rest of my life as a quadriplegic without use of my legs or, or even my hands. My hands don't work. And I remember thinking, God, is this, is this your idea of an answer to a prayer to be drawn closer to you? If it is, you're never going to be trusted with another one of my prayers again. I mean, I'm a new Christian. How could you have taken me so seriously? I sank into deep depression. I remember there were wonderful Christian friends who came to the hospital and they encouraged me. And one Bible verse they shared was from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, where God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans not to harm you, but to help you, plans to prosper you and to give you a hopeful future. God, you, you mean you plan not to harm me? Well, what do you call quadriplegia, huh? What's that all about? As I read that verse and the context around it, I realized something, that when God said that, he was saying it to his children who were being dragged away into captivity by, by the Babylonians. They were going to exile. They were going into slavery. They had decades in front of them of hard, awful suffering. And I began to see that God's plans for a hopeful future for me was not necessarily jumping up, dancing, kicking, doing aerobics, running, walking, getting back use of my arms and my legs. No, God's plans for me go far deeper, a deeper healing, a precious healing of the soul. Because as I was pushed into the arms of God every morning, and that's the truth, even to this day, don't be thinking I'm an expert at quadriplegia. But as it was then in the hospital and as it is today, every morning I wake up saying, Jesus, I can't do this thing called life. Please help me. Please show up. Give me your smile. Give me your strength because I can't make it through the day. And because I go to God with that earnest dependency and, and requirement of His grace every single day, I take that back. No, every single moment, I experience the sweetest, most precious, most intimate union with Jesus Christ. So in Jeremiah 29, when God says He won't harm us, doesn't mean the body, doesn't mean our circumstances. He's not going to do anything to harm our soul. Yes, our body may get harmed, but it will somehow serve to enrich our soul. In closing, let me just say that quadriplegia, 46 years of it, that's a long time. I deal with chronic pain. I, um, I had breast cancer a couple of years ago, and I remember, I remember as my husband was driving me home in the van from chemotherapy one day, we were talking about how suffering is like little splashovers of hell, kind of like waking us up out of our spiritual slumber. And then we, we pulled in the driveway and he said, well, then what do you think splashovers of heaven are? Are they those easy, breezy, bright times where everything's going your way, where you have health? And we said, no. Splashovers of heaven are finding Jesus in your splashover of hell. And to find Jesus in your hell is ecstasy beyond compare. And I wouldn't trade it for any amount of walking in this world. Erickson Tada went also to say, I'd rather be in this wheelchair knowing God 
than on my feet within him. One of the greatest miracles that you would ever experience is having that relationship with Jesus. And sometimes when we're at the view of the rooftop, we can't see it. But just like what Joni said, look for that deeper healing. Look for that deeper miracle. Look for Jesus in your life today. That, per se, is the greatest miracle that you can ever experience today. Let's bow our heads. Father, today as we look upon our life, reflect about those prayers that we have prayed things that we've asked for miracles we've been requesting Father today though we see our life in a good perspective we know that you know what's best for us and to the hundreds of things that we've been praying for and asking for Father we surrender to your good and perfect will truly your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, may we have that faith of these four friends and even this, their paralytic friend, a faith that acts, a faith that does something, a faith that persists, a faith that's courageous, a faith that's creative, a faith that catches your attention, Father. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for that miracle called forgiveness. That restoration that you have given each and every one of us. An opportunity for us again to be aligned with our Father. Father, lahat ng ibang ibibigay niyo, bonus na lang. But today, we thank you thank you for finding a way again for initiating oh Lord Father for building again that access that we can have towards God Father today thank you for your word a reminder for us to look at miracles in a different perspective even every day we are recipients of God's miracle just by seeing how God changes our life from glory to glory everlasting to everlasting Father we thank you na hindi ka patapos sa mga mga buhay at marami ka pa pwedeng gawin and today O oh Lord we entrust to your life we surrender it totally to a God who knows to a God who cares a God who knows what's best for us.
Father, see our faith. Allow our faith to be active. And today, O Lord, we just thank you. We thank you sa pagpapatawad sa bagay na hindi namin kayang tumbasan. Something we do not earn, something we do not deserve, but something that you freely give to us. Father, salamat. Today, as we reflect upon this message, may you do wonders in our life. May you continuously work miracles in our life, O Lord Father. Father, today, in Jesus' name, through the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, through the forgiveness of God, through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, declare breakthrough, healing, prosperity, restoration, in Jesus' name. Father, today we honor you, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So before we end, can I invite you all to stand up as we end this uh, message today in a word of prayer. So before we end, uh, just some reminders. Ayan. So some reminders. Services start at 10 o'clock. Tapos if you wish to support the ministry, you can go to any leader or there are offering basket. There's an offering basket rather situated at the beside the entrance. Ayan. Malapit po kayo. If you wish to support the ministry, please do so. Ayan. Tapos uh, there's a seminar ongoing that, uh, that will be conducted on on Tuesday from 9 to 3 p.m. entitled A Father's Love. If you're interested, look for me after the service. Yeah, it's, it's a free seminar, Father's Love. It will be conducted here at Baguio City, doon po sa Baguio Praise Center, located po dyan sa may Rimando Road. So if you're interested, please do uh, look for me after the service. Yun. So it's a, it's a seminar entitled A Father's Love. Uh, it's like an encounter. If you have, if you have experienced brokenness or a uh, broken family, please do so. Yeah. Invite you to attend it, uh, nine to three, free of charge. Jesus paid it all. Okay. Uh, so uh, before we end, yan kanang kamay sa mga puso and repeat after me. And I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. So one more time, let's meet. I am blessed. I am favored. I am loved. I am a child of God. Let's raise our hands to the heavens and declare to God that He is holy, He is just, He is loving, He is forgiver, He is miracle worker, way maker. Father, today, we thank You for Your Word. We thank You for what You're about to do in our lives. Continuously surprise us, O Lord Father, for You alone knows what's best for us. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with You all. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless everybody. See you next Sunday.